unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Post-mission, I really went off the deep end. I struggled with pornography and addiction and a lot of stuff that made me doubt myself, my identity, who God was. And then I started going on a healing journey prompted by the love of the people in my life. Hey guys, welcome to Saints Unscripted. Uh, my name is Cam. Caitlin. I'm Caitlin. We are here with our friend Talmadge. Yes. Uh, Tal is a podcaster, content creator, videographer. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah, a little bit of everything. That cool Main, Mainly Instagram. podcaster. And so, but yeah, I love it. It's fun. Awesome. What got you started on doing what you do now? You do podcasting. You've had some pretty viral videos. You talk about the gospel on your platform. But yeah. how did you get here? So ever since I was a kid, I loved the idea of storytelling. My two grandpas were amazing at storytelling. My dad was. Um, and so growing up, I always wanted to be a good storyteller. I had a speech impediment though. I didn't learn how to read until I was 11. I was really, I was pretty slow as well as a kid. And so I felt like I was never going to be able to do it. But then I went on a mission. I came back and that same desire was in me. I wanted to tell stories. I wanted to help people share their own stories. And I got introduced to podcasting in 2019. And my dad is a marriage and family therapist. I'm like, dad, you should start a podcast. And he's like, uh, let's don't and say we did. I don't know. Uh, I don't want to have to learn how to do all that. I'm like, I'll learn everything. And so YouTube was my best friend. Mm -hmm. I learned how the gear I needed, the, how to get it up on podcasting platforms. I learned how to record, edit, all that stuff. And I recorded him and immediately fell in love with it. It was just so cool. And I was introducing him each episode and I heard my voice and I'm like, dang, I, I love this. I love this. <laughs> Complete opposite of most people. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. I love the, it's not that I love my voice. I love the fact that it was up on Apple podcasts. Yeah. I'm like, dang, like, that's sick. You've come so far. Yeah. 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 And because before I thought I was like, not smart enough. To there's just like this mental barrier to entry kind yeah. of thing. Well, yeah, there's so much to learn. It is a, it is a steep. Yeah. I yeah. Feel like it, it is a steep learning process. And then you finally get to a point where it starts to plateau, makes it a little easier. And you're like, okay, I'm getting the hang of this. Mm -hmm. Um, but the reason I started released is because that's the name of the podcast. That's the name of my podcast. Yeah. Is because post mission, I really went off the deep end. I struggled with pornography and addiction and a lot of stuff that made me doubt myself, my identity, who God was. And I, I, I just legit didn't like myself. And then I started going on a healing journey. Um, prompted by the love of the people in my life. They're like, hey, you need help. Wow. And really credit all belongs to them uh, for helping me get started. It's gotta be tough to hear. Yeah, yeah. It, like it is. Yeah. It's a huge blow to the ego when someone's like, your life is completely a mess. And like you, you're on, you're dysfunctional. You need help. And so um, went on my healing journey 
And as I was doing that, I was like, man, I don't think I'm pretty ordinary. I feel like there's a lot of people that must be struggling with the same things I am. And so I was like, what if I started a podcast? A podcast for return missionaries that are struggling post-mission that need to find confidence in God's plan for them. That was the motivation for Released. What year did you start Released? Uh, 2020. 2020? Yeah. So has it since evolved into more topics of conversation or have you mainly stuck with the, you're talking with the return missionaries and... It's still mainly return missionaries. Um, I will have some people on that never went on a mission, but have stories or principles that will help return missionaries. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, sorry, I forgot where I was going to go with that. Where was I? You're good. Can we we talk about that healing journey a little bit? Like where, what that took for you and what that might have looked like? Because I know a lot of people are, are clearly in very similar situations. Um, and somewhere there's some statistic that it takes, you know, nine, 12 tries to break an addiction or to move on. Um, what was it about your journey that let you stick with it and like not fall back into old habits and and move forward and make progress? Yeah. I fell back into old habits so much, like so much. I can't even count the times I started my healing journey, but like I said, it was definitely the love of the people in my life. There's a quote, I say this all the time, but it really sums up how I feel. It is Abraham Lincoln. He says, I'm a success today because I had a friend who believed in me and I didn't have the heart to let him down. Oh, I love that. And I see all these people in my life, my, my parents, um, people at church, friends. Um, and during this time, actually, I really wanted them to reject me. I wanted them to judge me. I wanted them to like scold me for being who I was. Mm -hmm. So I had a reason to be mad. Mm -hmm. I really wanted that, but they didn't. They were all so kind and loving towards me. Was that that kind of like a, I see who I am. You can't, you don't necessarily see all the bad things I've done. And so I don't deserve the love that you're yeah giving me yeah that was definitely a huge part of it so whenever anybody was nice to me i'd be like don't say that you don't know me but then i started to question myself rather than question them or i'm like i doubt you know anything about me i started saying hey you know what maybe i don't know as much about myself as i think and maybe they see something in me that i don't Mm, that's a good point so i'm gonna try to take their word for it and even though i don't like fully trust it I'm going to just try, try to do it their way, try to, and their way they're pointing to God. And so it'd be God's way. And so, yeah, that, that was the catalyst until I learned for myself who I was. Kind of love yourself a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole like self-love thing. It's so, I usually I'm like, ah, self-love, I I reject that. But like, it's so true. You have to be fond of yourself in, in some kind of way because you are, God's son. You're an offspring of deity. You're a God in embryo. How is that not amazing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so once I was able to detach the vice I may have or the sins I might do from who I was, that's when my perception of myself and the healing really took off. Mm-hmm. Wow. It makes me think of um, in Christ's life when he healed the man with the palsy. So his friends 
brought him yeah. to Christ. His friends or family, whoever they were, they didn't give up on him. And I think that's that's so cool that you illustrated that, just the importance of our relationships and our family and our friends who buoy us up when we need that. So as you've started your podcast, how has that been for you in your spiritual journey thus far? Like, how has it impacted your life personally as you talk to people and hear their stories? Yeah, it it has been the greatest blessing in my life. It's been so positive because um, once I shared my story, super scared to share it because telling people, hey, I've struggled with addiction in this way and this way. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. Like that's a genie you can't put back in the bottle. Yeah, now scary. the entire internet knows um, your dating life has kind of changed. Um, just a lot of things are different. And so I, I was terrified. But as soon as I did it, I got so many messages of people saying, you just shared my story. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, dang, I'm glad. And then I started interviewing other people about their stories. And then people started messaging them the exact same thing. Like one of my friends, she went through a broken engagement and she shared that on the podcast. And so many girls reached out to her and been, were like, wow, I can't believe somebody else knows what I'm going through. What are some of those recurring themes that you see pop up over and over and over again? A lot um, of loss of purpose. When you get back from the mission, a lot of loss of purpose. Um, Addiction is a big one. Uh, We've talked about LGBTQ issues Mm -hmm. and we've talked about um, general loneliness, um, faith crises, um, where people get into a lot of like anti-Mormon stuff or, or just generally feeling that it's not true. Did you ever go through one of those faith crises? Yeah, not, not in terms of like church doctrine, but in terms of who I was in relationship to that church doctrine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm not a son of God. And I started, once I started questioning that, I started questioning who God was. Even though I knew I had a testimony. So it's, it's not so much like pushing the church away, but pushing yourself away from, from the, the gospel. And trying it was to... weird because I would like still kind of defend the church, mm-hmm. but like ridicule and attack myself. Yeah. I'm like, the church is good, but I'm, I'm just the bad one. And so I'm going to distance myself. Well, I think a lot of people feel that way. And especially when they come home from a mission and maybe they're not meeting expectations that they thought they would meet. And this this platform to have these conversations is so important because I think a lot of return missionaries simply just feel like they're alone in their battles when they are not. There are so many people who come home from missions and struggle. Mm -hmm. And so I think what you're doing is so important. Um, for people to feel like they're being seen and heard. And and as you've done this, um, obviously you are well experienced in the world of sharing the gospel online. It's a fun, it's a fun it's time. Fun. It's real fun. <laughs> Do you, have you gotten negative pushback from people or yeah. how do you deal with that? This second season I started in December hasn't had as much negativity around it which is nice. Uh, but when I first started making videos on TikTok, just talking about the gospel, I'm like, Hey, church is good. Um, (laughs) I definitely got a lot of criticism from people. And I think there's two ways to respond to criticism in the wrong way. Um, and that is completely ignoring it 
and writing them off as crazy and stupid mm -hmm. or obsessing over it and getting very defensive. And I did both of those, like early stages of me creating. Well, yeah, it's, what, it's like your first instinct. That's yeah. what you want to do. Yeah. It's I like either I'm going to like just you're completely ignore you wrong. Yeah. or I'm going to be like, no, this is why you're wrong and you are, you're just an idiot. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So do you still, do you still, do you still engage with them now? Um, if I, if I feel like they're worth engaging with, yeah. I will. A lot of them are just trolls. A lot of them are just trolls yeah. or just angry and don't really know what they're saying. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. Um, we actually were talking before we filmed, you mentioned that most of your audience are actually not members of the church. Yeah. So do you get comments of people saying, I don't know, or messages from these people who, who aren't members? I'm just curious to, to know what their perspective of your podcast is, I guess. Yeah, it, it's really interesting because obviously truth is truth. And so inside of the gospel, when we share what we have, other people will, will recognize it and really, it really resonates with them. And recently I had a video that did really well. So I'll, I'll just tell you the premise of the video. What's it? Yeah. What's it called? Where can people find it? Yeah. If you go to my Instagram at Talmadge Thane, it's like one of the first pinned videos, but it's my friend. I was interviewing him and he was talking about how he had a situation um, with one of his friends and she's really struggling, really stressed out. And so he goes over there. He's like, how are you doing? And she's like, I'm good. I'm good. He's like, okay, how are you doing? And she's like, no, I'm good. And he's like, I'm your friend. How are you actually doing? And she just broke down, started crying, and they, he hugged her. And he didn't really say anything else, any words of comfort. He just hugged her, and it meant so much to her. And it really resonated with people um, of all faiths or of no faith. Right. And so, a lot of my audience came. It are people that aren't part of our faith and just enjoy the truths that are shared on the platform, which I'm very grateful for. Uh, so going back to, we talked about common, common things that pop up with the struggles pe people are facing. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious if there are common solutions that people yeah. keep coming back to that, that you see in the interviews that you have. Yeah, definitely. I, I would say if you're getting back from the mission, um, the best thing you can do is to have a very quick start getting back. Um, oh, yeah. And so instead of just relaxing right away, which is very tempting, is like find something that does give you purpose. Because there's a void of purpose in your life when you leave a mission. And, and you that go vacuum. nonstop for two years. Yeah, and then you, you go nonstop. And so there's a giant vacuum and it's going to get filled with something if you don't intentionally fill it. Mm, yeah. And so that's important. Also, the way you talk about your mission is incredibly important. Um, if you only, because there's only so much you can say to people when they ask you about it. Yeah. And so be careful how you talk about it because that's gonna shape the way you view it for the rest of your life. Um, and if you can frame it in a positive way, then that's gonna really help you. And that's something, even though I really struggled after my mission, that is something I did right. And that really helped me. At the end of every show, I say the same thing. I say, remember God is good and is planning on your success. And though you've been released from your mission, you've not been released from your ministry. Mm -hmm. And that is just, 
That's... You just have to fill your life with that ministry yeah. and have total confidence that God's plan is going to work out. I'm definitely going to remember remember that your mission is is maybe over, but your ministry continues. Yeah, that is really awesome. And as you have done so in your life, you're continuing to minister in the best way that you can, and you've done a great job. Um, and there are people out there who, and I remember feeling this way when I came home from my mission. How can I continue to share the gospel? Obviously, you can do that with your friends and with your family and, and people around you, but online seems to be the more common way and it's intimidating. Yeah. But how, what advice would you give for people who want to do that? Um, no, you're going to be the most cringy person <laughs> getting started. Look at me. No, don't look at me. Except like, the cringiness. Except totally. it. Um, We're all cringy here. So you're, cr much. you're cringy and you're bad at it. You're, you're going to be so bad at it until you're not. And so just accept it. And so like all, like all of my videos, I'm always like looking at it and like, man, this is, this is too cringy. This is, I'm not sure about this. Mm -hmm. I just have to hold my breath and press hit, send, hit. like press share because <laughs> like, let the spirit carry this video. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's going to be bad until it's not. And so that would be the biggest piece of advice I'd give. Um, but also like if you're, if you're getting into the, like the pro LDS content creation, you're going to get a lot of backlash, mm -hmm. which is just confirmation that you're doing the right thing. And so don't take it as anything else and don't get defensive. You can still defend the faith without getting defensive. And I feel like a lot of it's not personal. It's just, yeah, yeah general. It's, not. it's just their own feelings, just seeking release. And so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think that every chance that you have to get some kind of positive message out there in a in a market that's saturated with negativity is a win. Mm -hmm. This is God's church. If anybody can defend it, it's him. We don't have to get defensive mm -hmm. and up in arms and scared that um, something's going to come up that's going to destroy our faith because we have faith in him. And so thanks for having Thank me. Thank you. On. Oh, well, we appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you so much. So where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Talmish Thane. I'm going to be starting YouTube and all that stuff. But most importantly is the podcast. Um, you can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically every podcasting platform. It's called Released. You'll just see my face. I'm smiling. Um... But I think it's pretty good. The guests that come on are just amazing. And so, go show some support. Yeah. Support, guys. Okay, I'm going to end the video now. That's Dang such it. a great ending. I was doing so good. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.